Now, we know that we're going to have a stretched ICU system possibly once this outbreak's properly underway. Eric Crampton from the New Zealand Initiative says if this outbreak reaches a point where beds have to be triaged, and that's very likely, then priority should be given to those who are vaccinated. And only if there is leftover spaces do the unvaccinated get the beds. Eric's with us now. Hi, Eric. Good afternoon. It's kind of horrible, isn't it? All options are terrible. The status quo option is terrible. My option is terrible. I think that uh, we need to be thinking a little bit harder about what sucks least in a world where all options are pretty bad. Yeah, because let's be clear, right? As we've seen around the world, when ICU gets really stretched and during a, you know, when the outbreak is really full noise, they do do triaging, right? They triage younger people ahead of older people, for example. So what happens typically is that a patient who is in critical need where it's life-threatening and where there's at least some prospect of recovery will be will be prioritized over anybody else, and that's central to medical ethics. Now, that makes sense during normal times, but what we're seeing abroad is ICUs just completely slammed, and you can have that for an extended period. So anyone who has an elective surgery, and elective here, we all know, doesn't just mean like cosmetic surgery or something that's Mm. optional. It means something that has been scheduled rather than something that just pops up in an ambulance and they're going to die if you don't treat them right away. Cancer treatments get pushed out. Treatments for congenital defect get pushed out. All kinds of things where the harms from that just continue to accumulate because of deferred treatment. That's what ends up happening. I've been following Canada reasonably closely because, well, I'm originally from there. And Alberta shares some similar demographic characteristics to New Zealand. That indigenous populations, lower rates, and some comorbidities. Alberta has 4.4 million people, and for the past month and a half, they have had more than 200 COVID-occupied ICU beds. New Zealand has 183 staffed ICU beds in total. Now, there's some potential for surge capacity coming in, but that was the last number that we had from the intensive care specialists. So there will be triaging that's going to happen. The default triaging will mean that all of the electives get pushed out. People will be not denied treatment for all kinds of disorders that are painful and debilitating. The only option for rationing something that's this scarce that also reduces the need, as best I can tell, is a vaccination mandate where if you're not vaccinated and you're coming in with COVID and there aren't any beds left, so you're coming in, pushes somebody else out, or you can't keep really critical spare, spare space for an accident victim or an ambulance coming in, yeah, that would have to be the lowest priority because there is a way around that, within which is to get the jab. Weeks, you can be, but you can within six weeks you can be fully vaccinated, and that Eric, reduces the risk of needing ICU by about ninety percent. Yeah, here's the thing though: if you have an older person coming in, less likely to survive; younger person coming in, more likely to survive. You can triage really easily based on their age because you can see their age. Really hard to do it. How do you prove? I mean, like if you've got two people coming in and they're like going to cark it, how do you prove that they've got the jab? Well, we've got. And I, when I went to get my vaccination, I gave my name and address, and they you have a quick look on the system. My number, and it's was dead simple for them to tell who I was. Oh, you've already had your first dose, and all of that. Now it'd be a little harder to tell if somebody's coming in in an ambulance uh, out of a car wreck. You wouldn't even be checking for it then because they're not coming in for COVID. They're coming in yeah. because they've just been in a car wreck. But for other cases, you could be checking that. But the the point of this is you would be massively shortening the queue because if it encourages people to get vaccinated, you're knocking their likelihood of needing any intensive care space 
down by about 80 to 90 percent compared to someone who's vaccinated, right? So it reduces the shortage that you're going to be having because more people wind up being vaccinated. Yeah. All right. Eric, thank you so much. We'll have to leave it there. I really appreciate it. Eric Crampton, New Zealand Initiative.